Good morning. Yes, good morning. I am very full of joy this morning. This is a living word today. Did you hear it? It's a living word. By that I mean this is a word for you. This is a word for each of us. Our God has a very large home for us with many dwelling places, a place for you, a place for each of us, for all of us. This is a good and joyful word. It is a word about home, a place where we can live and be our refuge, our shelter. It is a place where we live in God. And you know the way. You may not know it, but you do know it. And Jesus will come and take you there just to make sure that you can find your way home. A place to live in God's house. Yes, you too. Me too. All of us. It is the way of love that we will find our way there upon. It is the truth of love that assures us that we have a home there. And it is the life of love that allows us to abide there even now and on the way there as well. The life of love. This is a living word. I'm going to ask you to live with it for a moment. This is a lot about love. Big surprise, it's a Jesus thing. Okay, it's a lot about love. I want you for a moment, if you would, just contemplate someone who loves you or someone whom you love. Would like you just to feel for a moment the truth of love in your own body, in your own heart, in your own mind for a moment. It's important so that we can make our way with the word today. It's good love, yes? It is. It's sad love, yes? It is. It's comforting love, yes? It is painful love, yes? We speak about love a lot, and usually on the surface, it's a feel-good word. I love you. Jesus loves you. The way is love. It feels really easy on the top. But when we drop down into the middle, into here and here and here, into here. Love might not feel so easy all the time. And so he says, I am the way and the truth and the life, and over and over, the way and the truth and the life have a whole lot to do with love. No wonder we need Jesus to help us make the way. Because this love thing, it's not so easy most of the time. This scripture for today, I 
go to make a place for you in my Abba God's house, my daddy God, my beloved father, the one I love, my heavenly parent. I go to make a place for you. And there's many rooms there. Reverend Harry was saying, oh, I just love this scripture. It's a family scripture for us, he said. It's our homegoing scripture. Hasn't been a funeral if we don't hear the scripture. If they don't preach on it, we got to go home and read it out loud to ourselves to make sure it gets covered. And I thought, how appropriate. It's joyful, and it takes place on an occasion of death. Love is hard. It's good, but it's hard. And I kept hearing in my head as I was meditating on the scripture for today, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. And truth be told, I have never really set out to be a friend of Dorothy's. <laughs> okay, some of you are old enough to understand that. I ended up here anyway, and you understand that. But you know, in the Wizard of Oz, I mean, I was all for the shoes. <laughs> I was all for the shoes. But I wasn't really um, one that connected with Dorothy very much. I didn't get that trying to get back home thing. Maybe you can relate. Some of us in this place were running away from home as soon and as fast and as far as we could. Maybe we didn't run with our bodies and our lives right away, but a lot of times we ran with our minds and our hearts and our ideas of what our lives might be. I was all about the yellow brick road, munchkin land. Oz was okay. I could do that. I had my moments with the poppy fields, falling asleep. I'm just saying, no place like home was good for me. This thing about going home to God brought up a lot of mixed feelings for me. I'm not so sure that I could believe and trust in a home where there really was a dwelling place just for me. Because me, who I was and how I was and everything about me in that home that I came from wasn't really a dwelling place for me. I lived there for a while. But I was not at home in that home. And I left when I could. I identified much more with that witch. <laughs> All that pedaling and chasing and snarling. Trying to get those shoes. I was like that. I was, I was interested in following my fear and getting away from right where I was to someplace next. If you remember the, the movie, right? She's always doing something, flying around on a broom, climbing a tree, just running around like crazy. That I understood. In our scripture today, Thomas, I understand. Lord, I do not know where you are going. How can I know the way? Because trying to find the way for myself is all I've known. Figuring out one place or another to go, making a home for myself, trying to find it my way is all I knew. Here's somebody telling me, go somewhere, you already know the way, and I'm thinking, where? I'm not sure, because I'm all about getting away. 
I'm not so sure about getting to. I'm all about running away from things that hurt. I don't know that I know how to find my way to living in a house of love. Thomas, I understand. How can I know the way? What does Jesus say? He says, know me. Not know about me. Not read about me. Not know whatever people say or think or talk about about me. He says, know me. How do we know people? These words that Jesus is speaking in our living word today are to the disciples, right? People who did what? Who lived and walked and talked and ate and prayed and cried and struggled and laughed with Jesus. They knew Jesus. They didn't just know about him. They knew him. They lived with him. They drew close in relationship with him. So often we hear these words, will you admit, will you proclaim, will you give your life, will you say that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life? Because if you do, you will be saved. Jesus says, know me first. How can we believe in someone we don't know? Sure, we can believe stuff about them. We can believe that other people know about them. But how do we believe in someone, in them? By praying and laughing and eating and walking and talking and living and struggling together. We come to know them and can come to believe in them. This is the hard and wonderful path of love. We must know in order to believe. I think about my friend and colleague, Reverend Janice. Yes. I think about the fact that it's been three years that we've been doing all those things together, eating and laughing and praying struggling, talking, walking. I believe in Reverend Janice. I believe in her because I've come to know her. Here's the hard part for me. I believe she also believes in me because she has come to know me. And I'm using that word no in the big scary sense, not just the surface no. Not just the, isn't Kristen nice up there on that stage talking all pretty? No. <laughs> she knows the messy, the vulnerable, the broken. And she believes in me. She has come to know me and believe in me because I have come to know her and believe in her. This is the kind of knowing and believing in Jesus that we are being called to open ourselves to today. Again, so good and so hard. This knowing and this believing 
is something that takes us into the way. I am the way of love. And the way of love is something that takes time. It takes relationship. If you are to believe in me, then you will know God. Because you will know the risk and the joy of seeing and being seen. And I'm there with you because we need a little help for this stuff. I don't know about you, but I need a little help for this stuff. To know and to really be known is to know love. Lord, we do not know where you are going, but how can we know the way? Jesus says, it's not the where that matters, it's the way. Do you notice he doesn't really say, oh, here's where you're going, and here are the directions on how to get there. What he responds is, the way is what you must know, and I am the way. Know me, believe in me, and you will know the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The way is knowing and believing in the love of God, which is good and hard, so we need help. This Jesus, who is he? Among many things, he is a way maker. He makes a way for us to see one another and be seen in the love of God, in that scary, vulnerable, raw place, and no love. It is hard because this kind of love is truth-seeing love. I am the way, I am the truth. There are many of us, you may be one, who has drawn closer in your relationship with God, who has come to know and be known by God, and all of a sudden it seems like your life falls apart. All of a sudden, your whole life doesn't fit anymore. You start not feeling comfortable with stuff that used to feel okay. Things that felt like the right way for you to do things all of a sudden feel like they don't fit. You don't know which way to handle situations. The way you used to doesn't seem to work. You don't know a new way. This knowing God thing is disrupting your life. Must be doing it wrong. No, probably doing it right. Because as Paul says in so many ways, and the scriptures attest in every way from here to Sunday. Oh, it is Sunday. Okay, till next Sunday. That when we enter into this deep way of relationship with God, what happens is the truth rises up. The truth of who we are, the truth of who others are, the truth of the way of love, and all of a sudden we start seeing things clearly, which is difficult when we're trying to run away from the truth of our lives, when we're trying to run away from love and the truth of seeing and being seen, all of a sudden, there it is. How do we stand it? How do we bear looking at the fact that our human limitations and our survival practices are what we've made a life of? And all of a sudden, with love, this one says, here's more, here's a big old house with many dwelling places, and there's a place for you, but how you get there is this way of love thing, getting naked thing, being seen thing, truth thing. I am the way and the truth. You need me to make it through. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I need to go through 
Jesus to get there. Because of and by myself, I'm the witch, remember? <laughs> I'm running after stuff or running away from stuff. I'm always somewhere in the future trying to get those shoes. I'm somewhere in the past. Those shoes used to be mine. I'm moving in and out of places that aren't even real right now. And Jesus says, real right now is where we are. Real right now is where you are in the love of God. Here, let me show you the way to stay with that. I will help you know the truth. And when you do, you eventually will be free. Free of the chasing and the running. Free of the I need this to be happy. I used to be happy when. Free of the this is who I should be but I'll never be. Free. The truth will set us free. And Jesus will make that way in love. And once we are free, we are free to actually be alive. <laughs> right here, right now. I am the way, the truth, and the life. How much of us actually live the life that we have right now, right here? Your fullest life is this moment. What you think, what you feel, what you choose, what you pray, right here and right now is when it's real. This is the life, here and now. The catch is, it's hard to stay. It's hard to stay in the here and now. Jesus says, stay anyway. Stay when you have news that that cell looks different than it should. Stay when she leaves. Stay when the job goes. Stay when you're tired. Stay when you're angry. Stay when you don't like yourself, stay when you don't like your life. Stay with me and I will show you the way. I will illuminate the truth of love and the way of love and your life will become alive right now. And I will make a way for that. I am the way and the truth and the life. Life in abundance, this is what I have come for. How we live is our spiritual life. This is something that I read in preparation for today. How we live is our spiritual life. I don't know if I have a spiritual life. I don't know. I talked to God in the car. I don't know if I have a spiritual life. I was raised in the church, but I left. I don't know if I... We have a spiritual life. We're living it right now. How we live is our spiritual life. I said that this was a living word, a word for you and for me at the beginning of our time right now. This word, I am the way and the truth and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life that brings you home to the house that is prepared for you, your holy parents' house, a home in love. I experienced this in very concrete ways. In July of this past year, Keisha and I were at the Rothko Chapel during a Sabbath Saturday and we were praying. 
that I was meditating and praying for about a little over an hour on communion, actually. That was what was going through my mind when I was interrupted by God. This doesn't happen to me very much. Please do not expect that you will hear more stories like this, but this is one of those moments that it was that startling, and God told me directly, buy a house in the country. That's what God said, buy a house in the country. I thought somebody was interrupting my prayer. And then I was confused because I wasn't looking for a house and I had no money for a house and I wasn't even thinking of moving. And God said, you keep trying to find a way to retreat to replenish yourself for your work. You need to live in a place that keeps you replenished and bring that to your work. I said, oh, good idea, God, but I have no money and I'm not thinking of moving in. And God said, you will find a place for the same amount of money that you're paying in rent. And that was the end of that. And I won't tell you the rest of the story except to say the way it was made the truth is that I now live in that house, and it's hard. Now, here's the last thing I want to say about this big old house that God has with all those dwelling places. The big house takes a lot to keep up. A house with a lot of land and a lot of critters, a house with a lot of stuff to do and take care of, this way and the truth and the life thing, if it's all about getting to the big house, all I can say is the big house takes a lot of maintenance. <laughs> and it teaches a lot about these things. Because I discovered that the way to that house was being in prayer with God. Now I'm talking about this not that you all have to move. But the way to the thing that God has in store for you is spending time with God. It's believing in this one. And as we believe in, then we get to move in. <laughs> we move in the truth. Moving in, I had all these boxes. I had boxes from boxes from boxes. I moved around a lot. I told you, chasing and running. <laughs> I have boxes that have moved with me more than three houses. Yes, for real. So when I got to this house and I knew I was actually going to be abiding here, dwelling here, staying here. I started unpacking these boxes, some of which had not been opened for a very, very long time. And the truth of my past and my history, my relationships, things I held on to, things I had let go of, things I remembered, things I forgot about, all those boxes unpacking. Takes a little bit of effort to do this way and the truth thing, believing in, moving in. And now I'm living in this place. And it's taken a whole lot of work to do that too. But I will say this, each morning I'm able to walk out that door and I see these birds and God created them. And these trees and God created them. And there are lizards and there are big spiders and there are dogs and there are flowers and there's water. There is all sorts of evidence all around me of the abundance of life that God has in store. I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. Believe in, move in, and live in the love that I have for you. This is my story. I ask you today to respond to Jesus' call. Believe in. Move in. And live in this place that he has prepared for you. It is a house of love, and you know the way. Let yourself know it. In Jesus' name, amen.